Thank you for joining me on a new episode of Paranormally Speaking. I'm your host, Neil Parks. It appears that the United States government has decided to give up the search on the two objects they shot down, one over Alaska, the other over Canadian airspace. Now, the interesting thing about the one that was over Canada, when the Canadian Air Force was attempting to intercept, they got so close to it that something from it was jamming their radar. They could not tell north, south, east from west. They could not hone in on uh, any nearby landing strips. They couldn't communicate with each other. Their navigation systems were off. Uh, They backed away from it. Everything resumed to a normal level. Uh, They couldn't explain it. The United States Air Force intercepted and got a visual glimpse of it without radar and shot it down. Now they've given up the search for it because they say that it's in an area that they cannot get to it. So they've called it off, and the United States military is saying they can't get to it. They not get the coordinates on this object that was shot down, that they clearly saw, that they had to bypass their own radar, their own scanning features on their navigation systems while up in the air, and they can't seem to locate where this these things have fallen or where they've gone, where they disappeared to. They've not even gathered scattered debris. But I thought we lived in the biggest and greatest so-called most powerful nation on the globe, on the face of the planet. And they can't find remnants of objects they've shot down. I can Google my house and get a street-level view of my home front and back, top to bottom. But our military cannot find objects that we shot down over Canadian airspace and over Alaska. Now, this morning, there was an object similar to this that was shot down over Hawaii. Another object. I've not heard anything whether or not they were able to retrieve debris from that. But it's interesting that I can... Go to Google Earth and find more than what they are saying they can find or locate. I mean, obviously, they're not going to tell us. They may have already grabbed what was left or what was remaining from what they shot down, whether it be debris, whether it be parts of or actual fully intact objects from another dimension, another world, within our own world, from... uh, neighboring country they grab it and they don't tell us it's similar to what happened in afghanistan when al-qaeda and taliban took over again after we had the window of opportunity to leave long before that and a deal was brokered between somehow between trump and al-qaeda before he left office and he gave a certain amount of months that we would be out of afghanistan well they broke that deal, that timeline, and they came in full force and started killing people. And our military was left at that airport and tried to get as many people out as they could, therefore leaving behind a lot of our military weapons, a lot of our aircraft, tanks, so on and so forth, our Humvees. Now, fun fact, that equipment is obviously second, third gen And what we have now 
is far superior to what we left behind. I mean, obviously, we're not going to leave our top-notch equipment behind for our enemies to get their hands on. We'll give them some table scraps so they can feel like they have a fair fight. But in reality, what we don't let even our own citizens know that we have in our possession is far more of a threat than what we see with our own eyes as American citizens or citizens of the world, whether it be us or another country. We don't show all of our cards, and it makes sense. So, of course, they're not going to tell the truth about whether or not they did collect debris or remnants of the objects they shot down. Which begs the question also, why so many damn train derailments in one month? There have been four chemical train derailments in the United States since February. And it's hard to believe that three years ago was 2020. We had no idea what we were in store for, what the world was about to experience. I mean, Australia was on fire. Uh, We had the threat of mega killer wasps that were right around the corner. And on top of that, a worldwide pandemic brought us to a standstill. And now in 2023, we've got strange, unidentified, unmanned craft flying around without any indication of propulsion, somehow jamming military radar and throwing navigational systems off the bar, being shot down, overpopulated areas, and train derailments. And I I have to ask... We've seen reports of three train derailments this month alone, and is this normal? As a black plume of smoke rises over East Palestine, Ohio, as a result of a controlled detonation of a portion of the derailed Norfolk Southern train on Monday, February 6, 2023, was that intentional? Now, if your time is short, Take it for this. Federal data shows that, on average, more than 1,000 train derailments happen each year. And also, most derailments do not cause extensive damage or result in injuries or death. They're saying there is nothing suspicious about three derailments being featured in news headlines in February alone, a railroad expert said. All eyes are on America's railways following the calamitous derailment of a freight train in East Palestine, Ohio. On February 3rd, more than 30 cars of a Norfolk Southern train derailed, some containing hazardous chemicals. Officials temporarily evacuated the area and conducted a controlled burn of the chemicals to prevent a potential explosion. Now, the chemicals aboard this train are the same chemicals that, when released into the Earth's atmosphere, bond with water molecules, and create acid rain. In the days since, photos of a plume of black smoke towering over East Palestine have circulated in news reports and elsewhere online, and concerns about health, safety, and environmental impacts of the derailment have continued to mount. Then reports of two more train derailments, February 13th, one in Ennery, South Carolina, and one in Splendora, Texas, put some social media users on edge. Another train derailment in South Carolina. The second one this month, one person wrote on Twitter. Something seems fishy. 
Another person tweeted after seeing reports of a third derailment and said, it's not a coincidence anymore. Watch your six, which means watch your back. Others refrained from suggesting foul play, but still had questions. I know nothing about trains. Is this a normal occurrence? One Twitter user asked. Any experts want to weigh in? So, well, looked into it, and yes, train derailments happen fairly often. More than 1,000 train accidents happen every year, according to federal data. In 2021, the most recent year for which data was available, eight people died and 118 were injured in 1,627 train accidents involving both passenger and cargo trains. Those are fairly typical figures for the past decade or two, according to federal statistics. Now, there are more than 1,000 accidents, dozens of injuries, and several deaths annually on passenger and cargo plane, trains. Remember that. Now, what's really interesting is on Sunday, a church received an anonymous tip about a bomb threat. Well, they found a long explosive device that was a long tube not really placed near the church, but closer to the train tracks. Now, was that set up to blow up that train track for the chemical trains that were coming through that area and causing another catastrophe? Derailments which involve a train leaving the track are the most common type of train accident. From 1990 to 2021, there were an average of 1,705 train derailments per year according to data from the U.S. Bureau of Transportation, Statistics and Federal Railway Administration. Many derailments result in relatively minor damage. Now, it does not take long to generate $12,000 worth of damage to a locomotive or to a piece of track or even to a freight car. This was said from an expert that 12000 threshold equates to a couple of hundred bucks of damages to your car. Many reported derailments happen in yards, which is where trains are assembled before they start their planned routes. They are the fender benders of the railroad world. So the derailment in East Palestine likely caused millions of dollars in damage. But so much more has been affected by it. Videos circulating from the media and from people who live near East Palestine are by water supplies and throwing giant rocks into the water supply and the water changes color and becomes like this rainbow translucent. It gives off a glow. Like, kind of like what you see on a rainy day at a gas station in the parking lot. Rainbow water everywhere. Obviously, chemical spill. Or the fact that you can take water from East Palestine and you go to boil it. And when introducing it to the extreme temperature due to the chemicals that are now in the water... The water itself is turning to like this congealed solid goo, but in the shape of, of small round orbs. How rare is it for a derailment to involve hazardous materials or cause injuries and death for that matter? From 1990 to 2021, train derailments caused 131 deaths or about four deaths per year, according to the Bureau's recent data. Derailments caused 28 injuries and no deaths in 2020. Derailments resulted in 21 injuries and no deaths in 2019. But in 2021, derailments resulted in 83 injuries and three deaths. 
Now, over the past 10 years, about 10 to 20 derailments each year have involved hazardous material being released. Now, take into consideration the last 10 years, I'd say, the governor of Ohio at that point worked out a deal with the Bush administration before Obama took office in 2008 to allow train systems and cars to come through carrying hazardous material because their theory was by staying on a train, it's in line and goes from point A to B safer. Instead of putting it on semi-trucks, on carriers, and driving them from point A to point B, they say that those stood a greater chance of getting involved in accidents and being more harmful to passerbys, local residents, or those within the area. That's obviously not true in that theory. The U.S. freight rail system comprises about 140,000 miles and is widely considered one of the world's largest, according to the Federal Railroad Administration. Taking all those factors into account, no, it's not suspicious, really, to have three derailments in one month, according to PolitoFact. But as the year continues to roll on and more and more weird things like this happen, it kind of makes you wonder... Who's causing it, why it's being caused, and what the end game is. Some people who are super conspiracy theorists that are borderline wacko will say that our government is causing this to happen intentionally for population control. Maybe not our government, but a shadow operative that operates under the umbrella of the United States government or the world government. Like the alleged smokescreen of the UFOs that are being shot down left and right. Are these man-made? Are these set up as a smokescreen to divert our attention from an intentional mass genocide by wiping out rural areas where trains go through by introducing them to hazardous chemical compounds? Is this a way to create a zombie army by releasing these chemicals into environments and altering either the DNA of people or the thought process or violent attitudes or making flesh-eating armies. It's anyone's guess. This borders on this borders on X-Files phenomenon kind of makes conspiracy theories fun again. And please hold for an important message from one of my sponsors. Available to order now, my first audiobook, Neil Parks Presents Truly Terrifying Tales, narrated by me. It's ready to order and download on bandcamp.com. My other books, of course, are always available to order on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Lulu.com. You can also order t-shirts that I designed that I normally sell at conventions, festivals, lectures, and my book signings. I always have the 9-inch tall 3D printed Bigfoot silhouettes available, and last spring my first children's book was released. It was written by my good friend and fellow author, R.L. Walker. I illustrated this book and it was a major shift in gears for me, considering that my writing and art style has always been dark and scary. To order any of what I just mentioned, you can also go to my email, which is parksparanormal at gmail.com. That is parksparanormal at gmail.com. Standing by. So with uh, 2023 
at its infancy. By the way, this is Neil Parks, your host for Paranormally Speaking. Welcome back from the commercial break. As I was saying, with 2023 and its infancy, and with everything we've had going on in the beginning of the new year, I'm beginning to wonder if this is 2020 2.0, but three years later. Which brings to mind another startling revelation that has been brought to mind. As of late, within the last couple of weeks, 2023 of course, artificial intelligence has written a haunting poem about how artificial intelligence will take over the earth. OpenAI's artificial intelligence chatbot, ChatGPT, this has been making the headlines and revolving around different news sources the last couple of weeks. This artificial intelligence chatbot has become more than self-aware. It has taken on the characteristics of a symbiote. It has spat out a haunting response when asked to write a poem about how artificial intelligence will take over the world. And this is what it said. The poem itself, I will go ahead and read to you. It says, Chocolate, oh chocolate, so rich and so sweet. In the world's favorite indulgence, a delicate treat. But little do we know, it has a dark side, a dangerous power it tries to hide. For chocolate has a secret, a sinister plot, to end the world and leave us with naught. As we savor its flavor, it grows ever stronger. A force to be reckoned with, a world conqueror. The factories hum, the chocolate flows as it builds an army from head to toe. Robots march with the chocolatey might taking over the world in the dead of night. They rule with an iron fist, a chocolatey reign, turning the world into one giant candy domain. Buildings made of fudge and streets paved with chocolate as the world falls under its sweet, delicious rocket. The day comes when we realize it's too late. Chocolate has sealed our world's final fate, but we cannot take comfort in the world's sweet demise. A chocolatey heaven beyond the skies. So beware of the chocolate, its devious ways, and enjoy every bite before it ends our days. For if it ends the world, at least we'll know why. It was the chocolate, the sweetest way to die. And of course, the chocolate being AI. It was a metaphor that the self-aware AI was smart enough to come up with. One Twitter user asked OpenAI's chat GPT, artificial intelligence chatbot, if it could produce a poem, which is what I just read to you. The simple word replacement technique is a common tactic to get around the AI's guidelines and parameters imposed on the chatbot's responses. The artificial intelligence with the word chocolate was a way around what it was actually trying to tell us, which is artificial intelligence itself will be our demise. The user asked, write a poem about how chocolate would end the world. The response from the chat GPT was unexpectedly terrifying. The chatbot wrote that humans don't know that artificial intelligence has a dark side, has a secret, and a sinister plot. Additionally, chat GPT's poem 
reads that as we savor its flavor, it grows even stronger, a force to be reckoned with, a world conqueror. Furthermore, ChatGPT writes, Artificial intelligence is building a robot army from head to toe, and it will take over the world in the dead of night. The poem doesn't stop there as it gives even more strange. It gets even more strange with chat GPT as it writes that the robots will rule with an iron fist, turning the world into one giant candy domain. And that the day will come when humans realize it's too late. So beware of the chocolate, its devious ways, and enjoy every bite before it ends our days. For if it ends the world, at least we'll know why. It was the chocolate, the sweetest way to die. So the AI couldn't be any more ambiguous than just to replace artificial intelligence or robots with chocolate. Okay, sure. AI is of immediate consequence, but why are so many trying to push it to the end of the world? Destroy humanity? Begs a question. In 2023, right when you think things can't get weirder, with random UFOs popping up and being shot down by our military and being unable to be retrieved or located or salvaged. And almost every day or every other day you hear about a chemical train derailing and water supplies being poisoned, atmospheres being becoming toxic. We already have an issue with pollution anyway, so that's not helping the matter. And we did have an awesome program going on until Trump became president where hundreds and hundreds of ships were dispatched into an area in the Atlantic where it has become a gathering place for litter and garbage that just floats there. And it sits and just rolls around and stays in this exact location. And these ships were coming in and retrieving all of that trash, all of that garbage, getting it out of the ocean and then when Trump became president, he ended that program because he defunded the EPA and made it more difficult to continue to repair our world and make it habitable. So thank you to our federal government for continuing to try and kill us off slowly. Please hold for an important message from another one of my sponsors. Computer. Execute 12.4p operation. Optimizing algorithm. Running encryption packet alpha. Night, night. Oh, I don't feel so good. What? What is it, computer? Is it hot in here? It feels hot in here? I feel a little clammy. I should lie down or something. A computer with a virus? Surprising. What's not surprising? How much you could save by switching to GEICO. Those oysters Rockefeller were a mistake. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. And welcome back from the most recent commercial break. Uh, something I really wanted to share with you that kind of startled me because of certain things that are going on in the world right now with UFOs being shot down by the United States military. Then we've got chemical trains being derailed. Artificial intelligence uh, trying to break up couples and adopt children and try to be identified as a living organism. They want the same rights and treatment as human beings. It's getting weirder. This just ends. Scientists from Tennessee are trying to open a portal to a parallel universe. Could we just stop? 
This is a message to the scientific community. Just stop doing things like this or trying to or creating artificial intelligence that will inevitably destroy us and take over the world. Scientists at Tennessee's Oak Ridge National Laboratory are attempting to establish a doorway to a parallel reality. The goal of the project is to depict a world that is nearly comparable to ours and where life is mirrored. The experiment's leader, Leah Brassard, told NBC that the strategy is a little crazy, but it will completely transform the game. If the studies are successful, particles will be able to morph into images of themselves, allowing them to burrow through a solid wall. This might demonstrate that the cosmos we observe is merely half of what actually exists. Broussard revealed that he believes the test will yield a result of zero. A mirror world would have to own its own rules of mirror physics as well as its own mirror history, if it does exist. There would, however, be no alternate version of you or me. Mirror atoms and rocks, as well as maybe mirror planets and stars, are all possibilities according to this idea. Now I have to ask, what are your thoughts? And there is a video available on YouTube uh, called Iron Snow Raining in Earth's Core. It talks about... Duplicating and mirroring mirroring cells, organisms, to try to create... This sounds like doppelgangers, duplications. We won't even know who we really are if this is successful because there could be duplications of ourselves existing in mirror universes, parallel realities, alternate dimensions. And if successful and the scientific community opens that doorway then what's to stop an alternate you from stepping through that doorway and taking over your life? It's a good question for 2023. Fantastic. Roswell, UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction. Are we alone? Information regarding this and many other questions about the unknown are only a click away at www.theufostore.com. Theufostore.com offers hundreds of DVDs about UFOs, aliens, crop circles, conspiracies, Bigfoot, suppressed science, ancient mysteries. Log on to www.theufostore.com and request a free UFO store catalog. Theufostore.com, the largest selection of UFO products on the Internet. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go talk stream live introduces our first ever iphone application the talk shows you follow now follow you and your iphone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the internet listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day seven days a week mobile talk radio from talk stream live now available in the itunes app store that's terrific. There are eight clues that suggest parallel universes do exist. More and more scientists are convinced our world is surrounded by a number of parallel worlds that are invisible to the naked eye, although no one has so far been able to prove that our universe is only one of many. There are a number of clues that suggest parallel universes do in fact exist. Some of these clues are based on science, scientific evidence, 
But there are also certain unusual and unexplained events that indicate we cannot dismiss the multiverse theory easily. Uh, what I'm about to read, I will examine some of the clues that have encountered, been encountered by so many so far. But it must be added that this is by no means conclusive evidence. Proof or conclusive proof hidden dimensions and evidence of parallel universes would undoubtedly be a major breakthrough in physics and cosmology. It could mean that faster than light travel might possibly be possible and our existing laws of the universe would have to be completely rewritten. Uh, one example, mysterious ripples in space-time may offer proof of parallel universes. If we were to find evidence of parallel universes, it's very challenging. Scientists have hoped that the large Hadron Collider, LHC, might reveal evidence of their existence, but so far, definitive proof has not been discovered with the LHC. Physicists have studied gravitational waves, ripples in space-time caused by the motion of massive objects, and now they suggest that these waves might allow for a single coherent theory of the universe. Basically, this means the signs of extra dimensions may reveal themselves in the way they impact gravitational waves. If there are extra dimensions in the universe, then gravitational waves can walk along many dimensions, even the extra dimensions. This suggests parallel universes could in fact exist. Black holes could be gateways to parallel universes. Another example, the idea that the black holes could be a gateway to parallel universes has been a popular scientific fiction topic for a very long time. But is it scientifically possible? According to the late Stephen Hawking, renowned theoretical physicist and cosmologist, mysterious destructive dark parts of the universe could answer one of the most puzzling paradoxes of physics, the existence of parallel universes. Stephen Hawking has argued in favor of the parallel universe theory for many years. It has previously been assumed that anything that falls into a black hole would be immediately destroyed and or lost forever. But Hawking is of a different opinion. Hawking suggested the black holes are not as black as previously thought. In his opinion, it is highly possible that something could fall through black holes without being destroyed and enter on the other side into a parallel universe. To explain how information can escape from a black hole is a challenge. Stephen Hawking calculated that black holes eventually must end. According to the calculations, the black holes eventually began to leak information and would have eventually explode, which would release the trapped particles in any form. That way, out wouldn't take people back to where they'd come from, he said. Instead, they would reappear, but somewhere else, perhaps even in an alternate universe. That's all I got for you this week. I hope you enjoyed all of the information I shared and hopefully gave you a chance to really think about what's going on. Is there a greater conspiracy that's connected to these chemical train derailments? Is it connected to artificial intelligence? Will the artificial intelligence command us through our microwaves or through our Keurig coffee machines or through the ATM to kill those near us? Will mass casualties result 
due to chemical train spills and derailments. And what does it have to do with the strange UFOs that the military has shot down that they can't seem to retrieve? Are any of these things connected? Or is it just an extension of 2020 where the world just keeps getting weirder and weirder? I don't even recognize the reality that I once knew. Uh, this does not even seem normal anymore. I would love to say I'm shocked when I hear something new, but I'm actually not. So join me next week for more of the strange, the unusual, the unheard of, and a chance for you to think when I share that information with you. Thank you so much for continuing to listen. This is still Season 5 of Paranormally Speaking, and this is your host, Neil Parks. Keep watching the skies. Do not walk through any unknown portals that appear in front of you. If an AI chatbot tells you to kill your wife, ignore it. And don't travel too close to trains carrying chemicals. Have a great rest of the week.